Ritual Magic Musings, the podcast where you get rituals and wisdom for your most magical life. I am your host, guide, mentor, Cassandra Bodzak, and I'm excited to dive into talking about this holiday season and how you can really step into a new paradigm for yourself and your life during the holidays, um, which are naturally a very trying time for a lot of us because we're confronted with a lot of old ways of being during the holidays. We're confronted with a lot of our childhood self when we go home and see family and parents. Um, We're confronted with grief, perhaps, if we've lost someone, if someone's not going to be at our table this holiday season. And we're also confronted around a lot of the more of materialistic strains, strains, (laughs) sorry, the weird word that came out, strains that are kind of running around um, the world during this time. And so I just wanted, I felt really inspired to do this podcast. I wanted to do it earlier, but I've been healing a sinus infection. And so um, there are times where my voice would have just been intolerable (laughs) for you guys to listen to. And I feel like we're we're past that mark. Um, That being said, um, this episode is, I wouldn't say sponsored. I mean, me so no one's getting sponsored but (laughs) it's brought to you um to raise awareness um and also to share with you that I've created um an offering called gold friday instead of black friday because I feel like black friday seems very dark um and it's a, a day where a lot of us overspend on things we don't really need because they're on sale so I wanted to set a new paradigm called gold friday and I have crazy sales on two of my courses that are directly linked to you you having a return on investment financially. Um, my Earn With Intention course, which is my money course on reframing your relationship to money um, and calling in um, that new level of abundance for yourself, and my Spread Your Light business course, which is all about um, for spiritual business owners that really want to create a powerful business around their lifestyle and get clear on their niche and their offerings and how to launch and all the nitty gritty about that, but still coming from their soul um, and owning what they truly want to do in the world. So I invite you to check out CassandraBodzek.com slash Gold Friday, <laughs> and I'll include the link below so you can just click on the details and get that right there. But um, but let's let's just actually let that lead into the conversation. So one of the reasons I was inspired, I've never actually done anything for quote unquote Black Friday before. And the reason I haven't is because I've always kind of felt like it was such a low vibe holiday. And, and it's not really a holiday, obviously, right? It's a shopping day. And I think it, it, it breeds why so many of us, I mean, I don't know about you, but growing up, when I was like in, you know, let's say, you know, my early 20s and and probably into my mid 20s, right? Um, I felt so much anxiety around the holidays, not just because of the family stuff, which we'll get into, but but because of the financial pressure that happens during the holidays. Um, I don't know, please like, like take a screenshot, hit me up on Instagram, let me know if you relate to this. Because I always felt like there was this tremendous pressure now to spend this money that I didn't have most of the time on gifts for people. And it was just this expectation, like, well, I had to figure out how to afford gifts for my mom and my dad and my brother and my grandma and all the people, you know, I had like my list of people that I was expected to um, buy gifts for. When in reality, I didn't 
really have this the you know the spendable income to really do it and then on top of that like if you had Chris Kingles or holiday parties where you had to show up and bring a secret Santa gift or an office secret Santa or a girlfriend thing there are so many holidays and events and dinners and things that come up around the holidays and we think about all these for me, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to own it and I'm going to let you tell me <laughs> through, um, you know, your your comments and your feedback um, if you resonate, but I feel like a lot of you will, so that's why I'm sharing this, is that I felt so much, I felt so much pressure financially. I felt more triggered with financial anxiety during the holidays at any other time of the year. And because of that reason alone, and you know, like I said, I might even end up doing this a two-part podcast. I don't know. We'll see how it flows. But before I even get into like the family stuff and negotiating like the meals and the food and your mom and your dad and all the other like stuff that's going on, the holidays has so much financial pressure around it. <clears throat> Maybe it's, I mean, I live in California, so just to get home for the holidays costs me an arm and a leg, right? There, and then it's not even considering, like, what about if you have all these holiday parties and you're buying new cocktail dresses for every holiday party? Uh, maybe you're wanting to, I remember, <laughs> I remember I used to, um, when I was acting, I used to bake cookies for every single um, casting director I had gone in for that year. I used to, like, I had a lo like a laundry list of people I had to bake cookies for or try to give, like, some sort of, like, little gifts showing that I care. And I would look at that list and I would just be overwhelmed with anxiety because even just baking cookies, which in my opinion was, like, uh, like an affordable but heartfelt way to celebrate the season, felt so felt was still expensive, right? Um, and especially those of you guys who know how I like to bake, right? It's, I'm not buying cheap ingredients. But anyway, so I feel like a lot of financial anxiety comes up around the holidays. And and it really bothers me. It just, it just bothers me, guys, right? No, but it breaks my heart, to be honest, because here's this time, and I always felt this way, where here's this time where I just want to be in the joy and I want to get into the season. And there's a part of, I think, all of us that like, loves the joy of the holidays, loves the idea of like walking around, seeing the houses lit up, loves the like the the idea of the holidays, right? The idea of Thanksgiving. Um, and even if we don't like the ancestral roots of Thanksgiving, the idea of a day of gratitude, right? A day where you show up with your family and you're grateful, right? How impactful, how important is that? Um, and even thinking, and then same thing, whatever, whether it's Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, right? It's this day where we gather, where we celebrate, where the most important thing should be connection, right? Should be that joy, should be that gratitude, should be that feeling of being together with people you love. And oftentimes, it's our stress around finances that uh, takes it away from us. And so I want to... With all that being said, I was really marinating on that this holiday season and especially after the launch of Divinely You where um, I definitely saw a lot of women that worked through their limiting beliefs around money to be able to join the program and some other women that, you know, did it, right, that weren't able to and I saw, you know, how, how much pain, I was reminded of how much pain there is for so many of us. Um, when we're not able to 
provide the things that we want to provide. Hmm. And I think there's more pain than, you know, than ever if this is something you're struggling with around the holidays because, you know, it's one thing to not be able to afford, uh, you know, um, a fancy bag or not be able to afford the Pilates lessons you want or to not be able to afford a new computer or whatever, right, for yourself. It's a whole entirely different thing, I think, when we can't provide the perhaps the gifts or the little things that we want to during the holidays. It's a whole different thing. I remember the one of the most shameful uh, money experiences I had were the years when I could not afford to fly to go to my friend's wedding. You know, the flights to go to my friend's wedding were so expensive that I couldn't afford to show up. And then if I showed up, I knew I wouldn't be able to afford to, like the dress to wear or the hotel I had to stay in, you know. And, and that broke my heart. And I think that's a similar thing that some of us can experience during the holidays. If you have family or people that you'd like to go visit, but you do the math on it and you're like, well, it's really not financially smart or the opposite. You do the math on it and you put it on a credit card and you go because you feel like you have to, and you want to, and then you're dealing with the weight of that debt, knowing that, okay, is another thing I put in a credit card, right? So there's a new paradigm around finances and money stress during the holidays, I think is us really getting honest with ourselves. Is us getting honest with our priorities, our values, what's important to us, and and being able to communicate that fearlessly to others. Um, I think one of the biggest breakthroughs I had around this um, when I was in some difficult times was just saying it, you know, just being honest and not making up an excuse or pretending something was calling up my parents being like, listen, I looked at the flights um, to come home for Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever it is, and it's going to be $1,200. And I just really can't swing that. Is it okay if we do, can we do a Christmas in January when the flights are going to be like closer to three or $400 so I can save almost $1,000, right? Is there, you know, um, a way, you know, whatever it is, right? Getting creative, not being afraid to ask for those things. Um, not being afraid to, if all of your friends are, you know, going out to like some, you know, fancy holiday dinner that's like you can't swing, being like, hey guys, how do, how would you feel about doing a potluck at my house? You know, I, I can't really swing that during the holidays this soon. People... You know, one of the things I found out, the more I started being honest, the more I, when I had those vulnerable conversations, the more I realized that so many of the other people in my life were in the same boat and were putting it on credit cards and were pretending it wasn't hurting them, right? And by me allowing myself to be open and allowing myself to be vulnerable about um, what was for my best financial health, allowed them to own their own financial health needs. Um, and so knowing when you're doing that, you are really being the light. And you can do it with power and from a place, it doesn't have to come from a place of, oh, I have a lack mentality or, <laughs> or you know, I'm, I'm in my limiting belief around money. Part of, of healing your money journey, I think, is getting sober about it, is really looking at it. And part of loving, you know, part of loving your money is also spending it wisely, right? It's also being a good steward of your money. I think I've talked about this on an earlier podcast about money, but 
I dated this guy a couple years ago who was a multimillionaire, a ton of money. And I'll never forget the one day he spent like, and I mean, I think this may be silly, but whatever. He spent like an hour on the phone with the airline company because he was overcharged $60, right? And I've seen that from countless from people that have a lot of money. And it's why? It's because they're good stewards of their money. It's because they respect their money. It's because they're not going to, you know, be, be you know, they're, they're not going to frivolously give it away. And they're going to be honest about stuff, right? About what they're, you know, I can say even now, like, I'm in a much different place now financially than I was back in those days. But even now, when I think about, you know, when, when me and um, my, my partner are talking about buying a new car, I think we're going to get a Tesla. And we're doing all the numbers We're we're looking for, you know, what are going to be the best like financing rates? And like, how does that factor into everything else? It's, it's showing up responsibly and soberly um that also attracts more money to you right because you're more responsible hands to hold it and so I'm giving this kind of like sermon because I feel like this week especially with Black Friday coming up that so many of us are going to be tempted to buy things that we don't need or buy more gifts for people than is financially fiscal for us right um and And so I want to call you into a new paradigm for this holiday season, a new paradigm of you really thinking about what is in your highest good, getting really clear, maybe thinking about what your big goals are, especially if you have finance goals, right? And going into the holiday with a clear game plan. So let, let's just talk about finances right now, and then we'll move on in the second part of this episode. Of will be one episode, but we'll move on in the second part of this episode to um, family. So first off, come, come up with a game plan going in. Write down all the people that you want to get gifts for. These are the people you want to get gifts for. <laughs> Not the people that you feel like you have some sort of obligation to get gifts for. Um... But write down all the people that you want to get gifts for. And then next to their names, write down what you want to spend on them. What feels good. And you might even want to give yourself a holiday budget. So you might want to give yourself a holiday budget and have it be, okay, the, um, you know, for my office mates, I'm going to spend a total of $200. And that adds up to me giving, like, everyone, you know, my boss a $50 thing and then my secretary a $50, whatever it is, you know, kind of do it out. And then maybe with your, my family, I'm spending a total of $500. Everybody gets a $100 gift, right? My spouse, I'm spending this much money and they get that, that amount of gift, right? We're so tempted to overgive. And, and I am, like, number one culprit of this, right? I love giving awesome gifts. <laughs> especially the people I love. So if I know I can like flex on a gift and get something crazy for someone that they're going to be super stoked about, I always want to do that. But I've also learned that it's, you know, gift giving so often is tied to our worthiness, right? It's tied to, you know, we try to compensate sometimes Let's say you're like, well, I wasn't home a lot to visit my parents this year. So let me buy them 
bigger gifts. And and let's you just get sober about that, right? If you're like, oh, you know, I've been like really crappy to my spouse lately, so let me just buy him like a, you know, new car or something crazy, right? <laughs> and it's like, no. Because what do those people really want? What your parents really want, they want you to call more. They want you to show up more, whatever it is, right? What does your boss really want? You know, he wants you to show up, be excited for the job, have a good attitude. I don't know, right? But we don't have to overcompensate in the form of gifts, right? And so when we get, again, once we get a little sober about the gift giving, then we can just, we can give a gift that actually, that feels good because it's a finan- it's financially responsible for us. And it's also thought out. You can find a really thoughtful gift for $25. And, you know, a really thoughtful gift for $25 and a less thoughtful gift of $50, most people would rather take the $25 thoughtful gift, right? And so I just want to urge you this holiday season that it's kind of like the energies it be, the media, the press, the collective consciousness is all going to be putting kind of this pressure on you to spend money, spend money, spend money, spend money. Well, don't you want to get sweaters for the whole family? Don't you want everyone to have matching pajamas? Like, if you really love your wife, you buy her this, like, diamond bracelet that's only $5,000. You know, if you really loved your man, you treat him to, like, whatever, this, like, Rolex, whatever crazy stuff. You're going to have stuff thrown at you left and right. And... I want you to honor yourself during this season in one by coming up with that financial game plan so that you feel good about it. Um, and two, by also, you know, getting getting clear about, you know, one, if you are making requests of people, you know, can you actually, you know, so many things, again, another thing that's kind of like a weird old paradigm thing. We don't like telling people what we want as gifts, a lot of us. I'm making a generalization statement here. But a lot of people will be like, oh, I'm going to tell you, right? No, I love telling people what I want. Either say, okay, you know, my parents always like, just give me money. <laughs> um, because, you know, the unless I have like a specific thing, right? I'm like, oh, get me a vitamins, right? Oh, I'd love to have, you know, there's this sweater I've been looking at, but it's, you know, I feel like it's a little bit of a treat, you know, maybe you could get that for me and then I, that'd be an awesome gift, right? Those are great ways where you can actually receive things. And I think this is something this actually came up on um, one of my client calls this week is about being willing to just ask for what you need or what you want, right? And what a great way to practice that, especially with gift giving over the holidays, um, is being able to ask right? Like being able to say, okay, well, what are some things I need? Write a list for yourself, perhaps. What are $25 gift ideas? What are $50 gift ideas? What are whatever, you know, that you can offer up to different people if they ask, hey, you know, I'd love to get you something for the holidays or anything particular you're looking at. Well, you know what? I've actually been really wanting to get this book, right? If you're get, if you got me for the secret Santa, I'd love you to get me this book because I really want it. I was going to buy it anyway, but it's going to save me $25, <laughs> right? Um, it's also a really great way to, again, we can utilize the holidays where it is this exchange. of It's a joyful exchange, right? Because everybody feels good about it. Instead of feeling like we, again, we have to overcompensate <clears throat> by buying things we can't afford. Um, when, when in reality, that's not actually what the people in our lives need from us, right? They want our presence, not our presence. Um, and I think that's a really important thing to remember this holiday season. If you're, if you're desiring to look at this as a new paradigm, if you're looking at it with new eyes, okay, how can this season feel really good? Well, it feels really good, one, when you know 
you're not overspending. Two, it also feels really good when you know you're receiving things that you genuinely need because then it feels like an equal exchange. How crappy does it feel when you feel like you spent all this money getting other people great gifts? You look at the stuff you got and you're like, well, I don't really like any of this stuff, right? So part of that's also learning to ask if in those situations where you can. I know there are some people that won't take your suggestions, but and then again, with this Black Friday concept, you know, I think Black Friday is really interesting because it's like this, and I'm not saying it's like a horrible thing. In a way, I think it's really cool, right? We have this one day where it's like this collective that everybody slashes prices on things. <laughs> and and now it's kind of extended into a whole week because we have Cyber Monday and all this other stuff, going Thanksgiving Day sales. And like I said, I'm totally taking part in it. But here's the thing. Let's go into Cyber Monday or Black Friday or whatever it is, knowing what's the thing, what's the thing you already really want? What is that thing that maybe you've been looking at, maybe you've been looking at a podcasting mic all year and you haven't like pulled the trigger on that one thing because it's like 200 and something dollars and feels like a big investment and then Amazon on Cyber Monday has your podcast mic for 120 bucks. Yes, that is a go for it. <laughs> Cyber Monday thing, right? If you've been looking, if you need a TV, actually we need a TV right now because our TV got broken in the move. And so that's going to be a great opportunity for us on Black Friday or Cyber Monday to look, well, is there a great deal on a TV that we were needing to buy anyway? And now we're going to be able to get it for an even better price. It can be an amazing opportunity of abundance. Like what an abundance to be an abundant gift to be able to get that TV that we already knew we had to buy um, for a cheaper price or that podcast mic, like I said, you've been eyeing all year, right? Or if there's, if you need a new winter coat or a bathing suit or, or whatever it is, right? We all have that list of stuff that we're like, man, I, you know, I, I didn't, you know, my, I had to throw my old winter coat out because it was falling apart last year when I went skiing and I need to find a new like ski jacket this year, right? We all have those lists. So when we look at like opportunities like this, like Black Friday and Cyber Monday as, wow, here's how I can really tap into this beautiful abundance of being able to get that thing I want for a fraction of the price. <clears throat> That's really powerful. The way it disempowers us is when we go to the mall and we end up going into like anthropology, <laughs> whatever, I love anthropology, um, and we spend a thousand dollars on, you know, sweaters and dresses and shirts and da 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 because they were on sale, and now, you know, and it's one thing if you have, you know, a bunch of extra spendable income, but if you're on a budget, if you're saving, if you're working towards investing in, in greater wealth and you didn't really plan, again, so much of the important shopping is emotional just like eating. So, you know, we'll get to the eating and the family on part two, but part one, shopping is a similar emotional trigger. So I always say go into emotionally triggering situations with a sober game plan. So if you go to Black, go into Black Friday or Cyber Monday with your list of things that maybe you're already looking at, you want to see if you can get a good deal on, then great. Then go in with like your game plan. Okay. Got a good deal on the Vitamix? Check. Got a good deal on that podcast mic? Check. Needed a new sweater for going skiing? Check. Whatever it is, right? Then you feel really freaking good, right? When we don't go into it with a game plan, then what happens is we're there and we get high. Just like you kind of get high on your own supply when you're eating like fresh baked chocolate cookies. Or I don't know. I do, right? It's a similar feeling <laughs> when you go shopping, right? You're like, oh, 
oh my god, but that sweater that I really like that, we, you know, was like $300 now, it's only $150, like, okay, it's a deal, <laughs> you know, and so we, we make this excuse, right, and then we overextend ourselves, and then similarly, just like we do for emotionally consuming alcohol, we're emotionally consuming food, then the next day we have this hangover, we wake up and we see all of our purchases and we look at our credit card statement or our bank account and we feel very somber. And then we feel more financial stress going into the holiday season because we're like, oh my God. I mean, I wish you guys were out there and could just raise your hands because I want to be like, raise your hand right now if you're listening. If you've gone to Black Friday with the aim to buy some Christmas gifts um, and, and I'm just buying stuff for yourself because I feel like that's happened a lot, right? So if you have a Christmas gift list, like write that down. Maybe you can knock some of that off during Black Friday, right? That would be really helpful. Um, so, so all that to say is I want you to, to really tap into this new paradigm, right? Of owning your worth, of owning what's important to you, of owning what your goals are. Because I know a lot of you listening have financial goals have goals of getting out of debt, have goals of saving a certain amount of money, have goals of wanting to start your own business so you're saving money for that so you can leave your current job, you know, have all sorts of things that you're doing that you're working towards. And and I guess I just want to say that the holiday season doesn't have, it doesn't have to, doesn't have to be 10 steps back, right? It doesn't have to hurt you financially. There are ways that you can leverage it to work for you, right? Like I said, if you write that list out and then you go Black Friday shopping and you get that sweater that you wanted to get your dad and instead of it being $60, it's 30 bucks. Amazing, great. Maybe you can spend, maybe you had a $100 allowance to spend on your mom and because you're able to get the things that you wanted and it only cost you 50, you saved 50 bucks. Now you've got 50 bucks in your account going towards your financial goals. So we can use all of these for us. And that's also why I felt called um, to do instead of Black Friday, Gold Friday, <laughs> and offer two of my courses that I feel like have a really high ROI when it comes to financial health. Because my Earn With Intention course, this is like really for you if you're someone that's struggling with your relationship with money. If you get anxious just thinking about the money that you have to spend on the holidays and reworking your relationship with money, then I think this is an opportune moment for you to heal this and to actually prioritize yourself and give yourself that gift of spending something. Listen, it's not like this. <laughs> it's not like you're not going to go out on Black Friday and spend a couple hundred dollars on some stuff that you probably don't need anyway. So what if we redirect and decide that you're going to show up and spend money on the things that are going to help you. The things that you either already need that are already on your list that you're looking for or something like this. Like not, I'm not saying it has to be one of my programs, but maybe I know a lot of educational places, a lot of coaches, a lot of different services, things that you may have been looking at all year long being like, wow, I would, could really use this help. This would really help me get to the next level are also going to be having sales during this time. So maybe give yourself a gift of that. Gift your, give yourself a gift of a session with someone that's running a discount on sessions or the gift of a program with someone that's that a program, right? For those of you who have wanted, my, my money program, Earn With Intention, is regularly $297. And for this week, I'm offering it for $97. Bucks. It's never going to be $97 bucks again. So if it's someone that you were already thinking about joining or something that you know you need help on, something that you know would be tremendously helpful on, 
then you're saving a ton of money and getting access to something that, again, is going to further, you know, further your betterment, you know, so much more than buying other material objects, right, are. And same thing with Spreadrolite. Spreadrolite is a much bigger investment. Um, it's normally um, almost $2,000, and I'm giving you guys $1,500 off. So it's only $497 for just this week. Um, and it is. It's like my spiritual business school. It's everything from finding your audience to creating, you know, to growing your social media, to creating consistent content, to creating your offerings, to launching, to working with brands, to writing pitch emails, you name it. <clears throat> it's in Spread Your Light. That's pretty much my spiritual business starter kit or up-level kit if um, you just started your business. And like I said, it's for you if you're thinking of starting a business or if you've just started it and you're not getting clients or something's not clicking, then that it's for you to kind of fine-tune it and figure out where you're not being clear, where you're not showing up, um, and and it's super, super helpful. So um, both of those are gifts that I hope that me offering, taking this opportunity um, with uh, this the paradigm of sales this time of year, um, gives you guys a chance to say yes to something that you might not have been able to say yes to during this year. Give yourself a little Christmas gift or ask a loved one to support you and get one of these for um, the holidays early. So I just want to put that out there. You can find out more information about that at the link below. And I'm going to do a part two episode. We're going to talk more about food and family and how that all, um, how that all can be navigated again, just like we talked about finances by standing on your worth, being really clear about what your priorities are, really clear about your dreams and goals are, um, and coming up with a sober game plan so that you can truly tackle it. So I hope this was helpful. You got some of your practical, magical, energetic fix on this new paradigm of financial spending during the holidays, and I'll see you on the next episode as we go into food and family.